All right, everybody, this week on Replace Your Income, we are doing an Oklahoma City update. Oklahoma City Update 2.0. We talk with Gary and Preston, our team on the ground. Steve Earle is in Oklahoma City right now. He talks a little bit about what he's seeing on the ground, and we are gonna run through numbers. We're gonna tell you what the cash flows are looking like, what the property purchase prices are looking like, what the market is looking like on the ground, some of the differentiating factors of why we're able to go and find incredible deals, some really cool market updates, and some really great information from Oklahoma City. You guys are not gonna wanna miss this episode, so stay tuned. This is one that you're gonna love. What would your life look like if you could replace all of your working income with simple and conservative investments that could do it for you? Over the last 13 years, we've helped thousands of clients transact over half a billion dollars in simple and conservative real estate transactions, allowing them to begin replacing their work income with real estate investment income. Each week, we'll be pulling back the curtain on the ins and outs of real-time retirement-based real estate transactions that will transform your financial future, even if you have no real estate experience. This is Replace Your Income with me, Kevin Clayson. And Steve Earle. All right, everybody. Well, hello and welcome to Replace Your Income with Kevin and... Steve. And not just Steve. We what's up, man? We don't just have Steve. We have some very special guests that are in the room with you. Cause Steve, you're not here in the office in Utah. Where are you, man? Kev, I'm I'm all the way out here in Oklahoma City, just checking up on the team out here. And I, I shouldn't say checking up. I came out here to just kind of hang out with them. They are absolutely crushing it. But I got Gary Norris and Preston Norris. Guys, say hello. Hey there. How are you guys? How you doing? What's up, guys? Well, it's good to be with you, man. This is so cool. So let me tell everybody what's going on, Steve. So we decided, because you're out there in Oklahoma City, we thought, how cool would it be to do an OKC update? The market is open. We've got, what, as of today, Gary, was it 12 properties under contract with another one coming or something like that? That's spot on, yep. And we thought, how cool would it be to say, not just, we really like Oklahoma City, Gary Norris and Preston are amazing, but to say, here we are in Oklahoma City, and to get Steve's feedback on what he's seen and to hear from Gary and Preston to hear a little bit about how it's been going, how are we finding deals, what are the deals looking like, what is the real on-the-ground feedback of what's happening in the market. And so that's what to, this is like a special presentation episode, OKC Part 2, live and in color in Oklahoma City. So this is going to be awesome. So thank you guys for being willing to take time away from your glamorous hotel and restaurant eating lives to uh, t- <laughs> to come on and talk about Oklahoma City. So Steve, what's it like out there, man? What did you, what was your first reaction when you got off the plane? Well, my reaction started to happen before I even landed. It's always fun to fly over a city and to see how it's organized, how the subdivisions are put together, you know, kind of what the, you know, what the lay of the land is. And uh, I, I love this city. I love the way it's all put together. And, you know, upon landing and, and uh, these guys came to the, the airport, picked me up and uh, they started to kind of show me around the areas that they've been working in. And I have to tell you, you know, we had high hopes for, you know, getting things off the ground, really getting started. And, and the team here has been absolutely fantastic. We're, they're, you know, Gary and Preston are four weeks into it almost to the day. And the team is larger than just the two of them. I mean, we've got title companies in place that Gary and Preston have helped us establish relationships. We have a property management in place. I'm super impressed with property management. They've been 
literally Johnny on the spot with their part in the process as far as uh, providing rehab estimates and rent projections and feedback to to both Gary and Preston as they uh, you know are, are finding opportunities and, and properties. But the thing that I'm most amazed at and not surprised at, I would encourage anybody who who uh, hasn't listened to the episode where we introduced Gary and Preston and the plan to open Oklahoma City, I'd encourage them to go back and listen to that. And if you've already listened to it, maybe go back and listen to it again and then listen to this episode because we got to really kind of introduce Gary and who he is and, and the type of uh, professional that he is and the type of person that he is. And uh, it's been nothing short of exactly what we were talking about because the first, having spent the day out here, it's all about relationship. Gary and Preston have gone out. They've already developed and created some very, very key relationships with a number of builders, with other real estate agents, with title companies, and then, of course, with property management. And what they've done in four weeks, I think, would take less than the superhuman beings that they happen to be much longer. So, so I'm super impressed with just a short time that I've been here with them with what they've been able to put together and do so far. Just phenomenal. Well, that's awesome. I've got one burning question. And we're going to ask some questions that I've been hearing from people since we opened Oklahoma City. But my one burning question, and any three, any of the three of you are welcome to answer this. In Oklahoma, does the wind come sweeping down the plains? That's all I want to know. <laughs> hey, all I know is I don't really mind going to Garth Brooks Boulevard and enjoying lunch in Yukon, Oklahoma. <laughs> I like it. The There's a Garth Brooks me. Boulevard. Oh, yeah. Garth Brooks, Toby Keith. This is their country. So on Garth Brooks Boulevard, does the thunder roll? It rolls and they play his music <laughs> inside those restaurants. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, that's great. For those of you that don't know why I asked that question, that's because you obviously are not a fan of musicals. There's the musical Oklahoma and the title song says, Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. So I was making a joke. It wasn't a good one, guys, but I wanted to make it. So I didn't get it, but I got the Garth Brooks country music joke. <laughs> good. I'm glad you got the Thunder Rolls joke. Good. That's good. I am often a man alone on an island making jokes that only I understand and laugh at. Just ask my spouse. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well it's awesome, man. I, well, I'm so excited. So I kind of want to dive in and ask some of the questions that I've been getting a lot because I've not been out to Oklahoma City in years and certainly not since we got things up and going there. And so one of the questions we're getting is, are there properties that are available? Are we actually getting properties under contract? What is the inventory in the market like there in Oklahoma City? And so I'd love for you guys just to kind of talk to that, what you're seeing and kind of what you're gauging out there. Well, uh, real quick, this is Gary. Right off the bat, when we arrived, what we were expecting to discover prior to getting here, we actually found out to be the case. So that was number one. That was impressive because we were like, you know, you, you think it's going to be a certain way. When you actually get out there and you start making those connections, is it really that way? And, and yeah, the market is hot. The market is very brisk and is definitely a seller's market like pretty much everywhere in America right now. But beyond the first few days of us kind of getting our bearings to find out what properties are listed for to what they're actually going under contract and, and eventually selling for was, is it's a hot market. And so, well, and Gary, let me just interrupt really quick because you took me through a little bit of a journey today that I just want to touch on. And then you can kind of get into some of the specifics that you've experienced here. 
So when Gary and Preston came out here the, the very first time to do some of their research, they had actually gone to various cities in different states that uh, that Gary and I had discussed, you know, months prior. And uh, Oklahoma City was actually the last city on their list. And they were quite certain that uh, there was another place they thought was going to be absolutely ideal. They, and they were talking about moving there. They were excited about it. And, and literally, they're driving down the freeway, coming into Oklahoma City. Actually, it was Edmond. And so we're driving down the, the freeway earlier today. And he takes me through this journey. He's like, Steve, we literally got off this off-ramp. We took this next off ramp. We turned left, and as we're driving, he's explaining to me what he saw. And he's they saw the neighborhoods, they saw some of the different uh, commercial buildings. Things just seemed very familiar. They were looking up uh, different example properties on Zillow, and so they drove to this one property. Price point one eighty one, all brick, fourteen fifty square feet, beautiful neighborhood, next to a lot of different amenities. They stopped there. And anyways, they drove through all these different neighborhoods for the next hour. And they kind of looked at each other. And uh, I'm not sure what this podcast is rated, but (laughs) one of them turned to the other and said, damn, we're going to have to move to Oklahoma City. And uh, so anyways, Kevin, you can like bleep that out, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to, we're going to get a parental advisory content sticker now. That one. Like it was, it was just such an interesting journey that he kind of shared with me. And in that first day that they spent in the market, and then they did a, a, you know, a bunch more research, right? Like boots on the ground type of research, chatting with people, getting in touch with local property management, talking to uh, other realtors and all the different things that we do to kind of verify what I call the theory that we find online and, and in articles and, and in different research that, that was performed prior to them even coming out here. And so, so from the very get go, they saw that Oklahoma City fit the done-for-you real estate model almost to a T, almost perfectly to a T. And so now, subsequently, four weeks later, tell me, or let's let's kind of answer uh, Kevin's questions as to what you found. Was that first impression, has that held up? Yeah, that first impression did hold up. If we have this range of ideal properties fit for our done-for-you clientele to buy that in Oklahoma City, that range could be as low as 170000 up to about 230000 The great three-bed, two-bath, all-brick homes, two-car garages, built in the 2000s, to 2000, even to new new construction. And we found that even in a competitive market, we're, we're finding them in these price points. And two of them we found for, you know, in the 160s. And uh, the clients have put under contract. So We've got a great range of rents that can come in around fourteen hundred a month up to nineteen hundred a month, depending on the price point, the neighborhood. The beautiful thing about it, and maybe Preston can allude to that, is why we focus in certain areas based on where demand is for families that want to have their children go to school. And I'll let Preston kind of talk about what those townships are, but we really found there's eight different school districts that are the most desirable. And if that's where we're focusing in correlation with the property management team on vetting these properties, we're finding properties where families are willing to relocate, commute further so their kids can go to schools they want to go to, and maybe and pay a premium lifestyle to have their kids where they want their kids to be. And that is exactly where we're finding our opportunities amidst the city of, you know, of 1.6 million people. We're focused in just a few of those areas. Now, yeah. is that because those schools specifically have really good 
lunch menus? Is that primarily why parents want their children to go there? Is that peanut what you butter, found? Peanut butter and bologna sandwiches. That's, <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> they have the best lunch ladies in all the land. Sorry, Preston, I cut you off to make yeah. another terrible joke. <laughs> when we first met with the property management company, and we were kind of figuring out where we're supposed to go and like all around Oklahoma City. And he kind of showed us the way saying, oh, this is where I look at. Rather than going down here in the southern eastern side, it's kind of not where I put my focus when I'm looking at these school districts where that these families will come pay more of a premium price for nicer neighborhoods. He's like, I'm looking in places like Edmond, Piedmont, Mustang, which is more uh, west and northwest of Oklahoma City. And so that was really helpful for us to kind of figure that out and to kind of go back to what my dad said about, you know, these families will come here. I think there's an Amazon distribution center and a lot of them could be military family and they, they like to be around those areas and to pay that premium price and they'll rent to do that. And it's really great. And they also probably like Garth Brooks, hence want to be near Garth Brooks <laughs> Street or Avenue, right? Sure. That's it. Only for me. You know, it's so interesting though, because we talk about this all the time. We talk about the fact that when you're evaluating a market, it goes, you know, we did an episode, Steve, gosh, I don't know, probably close to a year ago, where we talked about market selection secrets. And, and we kind of went through like 35 criteria that we're looking at as we're researching a market. And of course, schools is one of those. But also when we're evaluating areas, it's so critically important that we've talked about this on other podcasts too. And when I make this point to, to clients and prospective clients, I think it's one that not often is thought about, which is most people in real estate lead with the property. Is it going to be a good deal, right? We've talked about that. Let's remove that from the lexicon. Let's call it a purchase-worthy property. But is it a good deal? Is the cash flow good? Is the return good? But it's rare that folks go, where should I be to not just attract good tenants, but to attract good property managers that will manage the good tenants? Because that makes the investment more successful. And what Preston, what you just described is right up that alley, right? It's not just, we're going to go to Oklahoma City. We don't care what zip code because we read in a publication somewhere that it might be a good market. It's what are the neighborhoods? What are the areas? Where are the schools? What is the industry that's going to drive the kind of real estate and the kind of tenant that attracts the kind of property manager that makes these purchase-worthy properties, that makes them successful long-term, not just short-term. So I love hearing that because I think that's one of those areas where at Done For You Real Estate, we've really tried to focus and on Replace Your Income, this podcast, we've tried to say, look, you've got to view real estate through a slightly different lens than what most of the quote-unquote gurus teach, which is go find the deal, go find the property. We're going to be a lot smarter than that. And we're going to be a lot more data-driven, more analytical, because it's about income replacement over time, not just I happen to get a quote-unquote good deal. Yeah. So in fact, let's jump into some of that data, you know, kind of the pro formas, you know, the, some of the numbers, you know, price points, projected rents, cash on cash returns, you know, the combined cash on cash returns. What are you guys seeing on the pro formas, you know, from the standpoint and what uh, those numbers, what, what seems to be most attractive to your clients at the moment? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. We're finding that a lot of our performers are showing obviously great cash flows. If you're a client and you're putting them 25% down and, and getting a conventional loan to finance the rest of that mortgage, we're still showing cash flows at $300 minimum. 
a month in cash flow up to $600 a month in cash flow. And I think so those cash on cash returns or those like caps would be 6% to 8%. And um, six is pretty standard. We've had a couple come through uh, that were just amazing. In fact, the account executive, Rodney, at the Done For You office in Utah, he saw this one pro forma and he's like, I cannot believe you found that good of a deal that has an 8% cap on cash flow with a 25% down property. And it was a, at a price point like right around $210,000. And it was, it was $230,000. So that was amazing. And the beautiful thing about this, if we have one client that for whatever reason decides not to go against something because of budgetary items or whatever, the good thing is, is we reserve that pro forma. And uh, if one client passes, we, we have an opportunity to get it in front of another set of eyes on another client that might be able to take action. And um, that is a really good thing when we're able to find, there, there's been a couple homes that we're like, we want a DFY client to buy this so bad because the performer looks so good. And, yeah. um, we're, and, and that's kind of our driving force. That's what keeps Preston awake in the daytime and awake at night is finding those deals that give performer numbers like that so we can get them in front of our clients. You know, one of the things I'm curious, I love that so much. And one of the things I'm curious on, because we get a lot of questions on at Done For You Real Estate, are we the the type of company that, you know, goes and buys the property and then rehabs the property and then resells the property, which is not what we're doing, right? We, you know, I always, I always say when Uber came on the market, you know, when Uber came around, nobody really knew what Uber was, right? Was it a taxi? Was it a shuttle? Was it a ride with a friend? It was somewhere in between. And really what we're doing here. It's not traditional turnkey real estate. It's also not just hiring an agent in some market that's going to show you properties. It's somewhere in between where it's far more, you know, I guess, condensed from the standpoint of the DFY team working together and where it's something that is somewhere between a traditional turnkey property and and between a traditional real estate approach. And what you're talking about is this dedication to our clients and to the deal and how good the deal is going to be or or the property, how well that's going to perform. That's what's driving the conversation. And this idea of do we buy the property ahead of time and then turn it around and sell it to our clients, that's not what we're doing. We're going and looking. You guys are finding properties that are available effectively on the open market and you've got these relationships with agents and we're able to find excellent deals and then put performance together and get them in front of our clients. I'd love for you to talk just briefly a little bit more about that, both the quality of the property. Are these properties that need 10 grand, 12 grand, $15,000 of work? Or what kind of property are you seeing? And what is that process been like to find those properties to get the pro forma and to get them in front of our clients? Sure. I'd love to address that. Our vetting process is really unique. And I like how you said, you know, are we the, are we the Uber? Are we the, a taxi? Are we somewhere in between? We really are kind of like, a, I'll hold your hand concierge and I'll walk you through the details. So you just know that we're doing the walking and you're doing the listening and ultimately you're in the driver's seat. But our vetting process is pretty intense in that Preston and I will get out, we'll scour what's available and keep in mind that the good deals, they're only in the market out here for a couple of days and they're they're under contract. So we find what may appear to be a good deal. And then we have to drill into it. And we have to look at where it's exactly located. Sure, we know it's in the school district that we want. But is it, you know, is it the first home in a subdivision off a busy road? That's a no-no. 
is there other power lines behind this house? And that's another negative for renters wanting to rent and sellers wanting to, or investors wanting to resell in the future. Is it backed up against a shopping center? And so we look at those aspects of it and we look at the year it was built, which gives you great compare. And we, don't, we only look at stuff built in, preferably in the 2000s and above. And once we identify something that we think would meet it and it fits the price points and we think, well, this pro forma, this should run out good. We then send it to property management. And this is, we're doing this every day, all day. And uh, Preston zips it over to property manager who responds within an hour. And he tells us, you know what? This is why I wouldn't do this house. On occasion, he does that. Or he says, no, this is a good one. And here's what we would expect it to rent for. Here's our estimate. He would give out a range of say 1,500 to 1,600 a month. And based upon the data he has at that point, he would say, this is what we would estimate it to be in rent-ready condition. And we'll look at things like, you know, it's going to need maybe some touch-up paint or repainting in a few rooms, uh, some little bit of landscaping, uh, some whatever that number, whatever that is based on the data we have. And it, it might he might come back and say, this is going to be a $4,000 rent-ready property once they close. Well, at that point, we now have, we know what the home is listed for. We know how much it's going to cost to get it rent ready, and we know what it will rent for. And so then we send it to the rest of the team at the Done For You team, and they, they run the numbers and crunch the numbers and create the pro forma. And that is also about an hour. So in, literally in a couple hours, we can have one property identified, vetted, and pro forma created on it, and something that we know we can put in front of a client if the performer meets up to its criteria. And at times, you know, the team had done for you, they'll come back to us and say, this is good, but it just doesn't quite meet the, the cash flow performer or the cap rate or whatever. So let's go find a better property, which we'll go find a better property. And so the vetting, the amount of work that goes into that, although we can get it done in a day, it literally is a lot of eyeballs looking at it, doing a lot of analysis. And, and maybe it would be probably appropriate to address what do we do once the client decides to make an offer and it gets accepted and we want to contract? And I maybe I can address that real quick. Is that all right? That'd be great. Yeah. Okay. So once the, once the property is accepted by our client, it's one they want to offer on and we'll put the offer in, we'll submit it. If our offer is accepted, we go under contract. The client has a 10-day window to do their due diligence. And it's during this 10-day period that we then get the property manager to go out with us in person and walk through that property. So they can then create an itemized checklist of everything that needs to be addressed, including like as detailed as changing out a light bulb and putting on a light switch place. Yeah, down to the dollar. And uh, we have the inspector come out and do his home inspection, have the termite guy come out and do his inspection. And then we have an itemized punch list we can go back to the the client with and say, yeah, no, your pro forma said it needed $4,000 to make it rent ready. And here's your itemized checklist. And Look at that. It's actually $4,000 or maybe it's $4,500 or $3,500. But the client then knows exactly what they're dealing with. In one case, we had one that it was actually it was $10,000. It was a lot more than they anticipated. And um, we were able to, the client can then back out, change their mind, get their earnest money back or continue to go to the seller and ask for some type of a concession. And the point is of this whole thing is you're not just hiring a realtor somewhere in a city you don't live in to go find you a house. This has had hours and hours of professional eyeballs sit on it and analyze it. And then we're coming back to you at the end of the day before you really have to, your decision can be made to move forward or not. 
and you know you're getting something that's been verified. And uh, it's just so comforting to the out-of-state client that you're not here, you're not able to see it and walk through it and get that feel, but you can rest assured and be comfortable that we're here and we're to provide pictures and videos and everything they may need to help them have that comfort level. One of the things that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome, Kevin, in, in this market is there's actually quite a bit of new construction going on <clears> as well. So, you know, again, we're only four weeks into this, but so far 50% of the properties that our clients have put under contract are existing properties. Another 50% are new construction. And I had the opportunity to walk through a few of these new neighborhoods, the, the areas where, where they reside, and uh, also walk through um, a number of, of the properties. And when you talk about turnkey, you know, some of our clients really like the idea of new construction. We like to have that as an option. That's something that we've been doing now for several years, an option that we have in most of our markets. And, uh, you know, fortunately, Oklahoma City is another one of those markets where uh, we're in the process of developing some of these relationships with builders where, you know, our, our clients are able to get in and, and actually purchase, you know, new construction. And it's kind of a, I guess, a, a unique approach to, to what it is that we do and kind of a, a unique offering that we've been able to bring to the table and all within the price point that falls within, you know, the DFY price point. So that, that's been an awesome thing as well that, that I had the opportunity to kind of see firsthand here today. Well, and, you know, and the new construction, you know, we've done new construction before. We, we, we do new construction in Florida and this new construction product that is available. What's interesting about the new construction, I think why sometimes clients feel some level of comfort is, I mean, everybody likes new stuff, right? And, and a new home seems attractive and appealing. And it means that maybe, you know, there's, you know, less repairs that need to be done. But what's interesting too, and, and maybe Gary or, or Preston, you guys can talk to this, in working with new construction and in working with these builders, all of a sudden now, the competition that may exist on an open market for uh, you know, on the MLS for any given you know piece of real estate that, that's in any neighborhood, that's in a, one of these good neighborhoods in a good school district, all of a sudden, it's a little bit of a different scenario because we're working directly with the builder. And this, generally speaking, is not necessarily a property that, you know, 50 people are going to look at and they're just waiting for somebody to say, yes, I want that one. Maybe talk to that a little bit, because I think that's a unique feature in terms of the supply and demand that, you know, we're dealing with in the market right now. Yeah, it's been really great when we, we went and met with the builder, uh, D.R. Horton out here in uh, Piedmont area. And we, we were talking to him about getting a few properties and he, he told us, we were asking him like, oh, or is this going to be like an offer bidding war? Kind of, we've experienced a little with a few other properties. And he was like, no, it's just the asking price is the price you pay. And obviously that's great to hear for us because we're going, oh, we know for sure that we get this in front of a client. It's a done deal. Assuming the client, you know, likes it and wants to, and the numbers make sense to them. So it's been definitely a huge comfort when it comes to supply and demand and knowing that oh yeah, this is kind of a confirmed thing. It just the sale price, not knowing that I'm going to have to go X amount of dollars over this purchase price. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. And you know, one of the things I kind of wanted to touch on just briefly, because Gary, as we were starting off the episode, you talked about the fact that it's a seller's market. I think we've talked about this, Steve, on the podcast, kind of the difference between a seller's market and a buyer's market. But we do have people that wonder, I know there's people listening to the podcast right now that are going, uh, same question, that we get time and time again, literally every week I get this question, is now a good time to buy real estate? Well, 
if you ask that question and then somebody says, oh, well, it's a seller's market, then the connection that most people make is, well, if it's a seller's market and I'm looking to be a buyer, that means the advantage goes to the seller and I get a disadvantage as a buyer. Now, what we are looking at here and the reason that it doesn't really deter us if it's a seller's market or a buyer's market is because of how we know these properties are going to perform over the long run. And so I'd love to maybe, let's just talk, have that quick discussion real quick as a group. So maybe Gary, define what for you in Oklahoma City is a seller's market. And then let's talk about why we're not scared about the fact that it's a seller's market because of what these properties are going to do for the long run, just so that people listening, if they hear that or if they've heard that in the news or their friend or buddy or neighbor or, you know, aunt, uncle or cousin says, oh, it's a seller's market. Don't get into real estate. Let's yeah. talk about why that could be a fallacy for somebody looking to buy a piece of property right now. Good point. So a better term would be to call it a hot market. This is a hot market. It's a market that is in high demand. As an investor, you want to be in markets that are in demand. You want to hold rental property where there is demand. Just because it's a, quote, seller's market, I see it as a hot market, which means it's also a hot rental market. And a hot rental market means you can push rents. And the property management company is very aware of that. They'll give our rent projection and, and they'll say, you know, but with this market being so hot right now, we might even be able to push rents another 50 bucks. But Let's be conservative on this pro forma. And so the numbers make sense. So that's one piece. Let's, uh, we'll just say it's a hot market. But when we're looking at this and we might see a home that's listed for 200000 well, we need to make an offer on it. And we know that homes, may, they might get one offer and they might get 10 offers. And uh, we don't know what it's going to sell for. But what we do is we look at the pro forma and we, uh, between Preston and I and the property management team, we come up with a formula on what if we offered X amount of dollars for this house, even though it's, say it's listed for 200, but we're going to offer 205. What does the pro forma look like at a 205 purchase price? And um, if those numbers look good, then we can go to the client. They're looking at the pro forma on, a, on numbers that are in excess of what it's even listed for. So we're trying to give the client the worst case scenario out of a pro forma, but it still has to look good and pass the smell test of an investor wanting to buy it. And at that point, it really doesn't matter what the home it's listed for or what it sells for. What it matters is, can I buy the house for this amount? Because the performance says that if I do, I'm getting a great deal. And that is exactly how we look at this market. I don't look at it as, oh my gosh, we're selling, we're, these are selling for more than asking. This is not good. It's not, it doesn't even matter. What matters is, does the performance make sense or does it not make sense? And our purchase price is based on an escalated offer. And, um, you know, I think that's a great way to go. And that's what we're finding to be little to no resistance at all from our clients. And I'd add to that, Kevin, you know, the concept of, I, I don't really like the term seller, buyer's market. A market is what it is. And if you buy right, anytime is a great time to buy real estate. And in fact, I believe in a hot market, like Gary just suggested, that's a great time to be buying because real estate prices are going up. And you want to be, you want to be buying when the market is on its way up, right? And so. The opportunity right now is, it, it just works. And again, like Gary said, the biggest thing is you plug the numbers into the pro forma, you do your analysis. And our model is if you've got positive cash flow, that's one of the criteria, one of the really, really important criteria. So all of our properties have, have good, solid, positive cash flow, both from an ROI standpoint and from an actual cash standpoint. 
And then you take a look at the appreciation. You know, you take a look at what things look like they're going to be for the next several years and the market here and in other places. But, you know, speaking specifically here in Oklahoma City, the market looks very, very strong from an appreciation standpoint. So another great indicator of the fact that it's a great market, a great time to be buying. So I love this. Thank you guys for kind of talking about that because it's another counterintuitive approach that we maybe take sometimes at Dunphy Real Estate, right? You would think that, you know, logic would say it's a seller's market, quote unquote, uh, so you shouldn't be buying, right? Because the, the sellers have all the advantage, the buyers don't. In reality, we shift that and we help people understand you want to own supply where demand is high, right? You want to be on the right side of the supply and demand curve and a hot market, a good market, a market that's interesting to people is going to have high demand, which is going to push prices, which is going to appear as a quote unquote traditional definition of a seller's market because prices are going up. But if we look at it, if we flip that on its head and say, let's let the numbers guide us, let's let the numbers, even if we're going to offer above asking price, that's not to say it's not a quote unquote good deal, right? We talk about, is it a purchase worthy property? A purchase worthy property is one that checks the boxes that fulfills the need of our clients in terms of generating cash flow, seeing appreciation, being in a good neighborhood that attracts a good tenant and a good property manager, being in a market that's attractive and where demand is high, and we want to own a portion of that supply. And that's what's beautiful about Oklahoma City. There's a lot of hot markets around the country, and there's a lot of hot markets that are going for dollars $400,000 of property or more. Here we are in Oklahoma City with you guys. We are finding properties at these incredible price points in these incredible neighborhoods that are generating amazing cash flow that check all the boxes for done for you real estate and that are, are going to serve our clients really, really well in the long run. It's what a great time to be a real estate investor. What a great time to be in this market. What an awesome opportunity to be in Oklahoma City, to have you, Gary, and you, Preston, out there absolutely crushing it for our clients. And Steve, what a blessing to have you out there able to kind of see it in real life so that we can continue to build these relationships. I am thrilled with everything that we're seeing in Oklahoma City. The numbers look great. The future in Oklahoma City looks great. We are absolutely excited and so impressed with the work that's being done there. And we just wanted to kind of give everybody an update and say, here's what's going on. Here's why we're excited. Here's what's, you know, tales from Oklahoma City, live and in color, what's really happening. And so I just want to say thank you guys for taking time out of your Oklahoma City day to come and uh, and chat a little bit about what's going on there. Steve, any final words as we kind of conclude the episode here? You know, the last thing I'd say is just amen to what you're saying in terms of it being a market that... uh I think many people recognize as a really good time to be buying in. Kevin, I've been sharing numbers with you in terms of you know our pipeline, our clients, and so on. And it really has been quite phenomenal over uh, this past year. Our numbers have grown, you know, in terms of people getting ready to purchase, people coming back and buying again. Like the volume that that we're dealing with is unprecedented um, in the company, in the history of our company. And, and so it's pretty phenomenal to, to see. I just don't want anybody to miss out on, on the opportunity that is right in front of us. And so, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, get in touch. I, I would just, I just encourage you to get in touch with Kevin, with Trent, um, with your account executive, or, uh, you know, even if you go straight to your agent in, in the market, they'll refer you back to your account executive. But gosh, it really is a fantastic time to be, you know, investing or reinvesting in real estate. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. Gary, Preston, any last words from you guys? 
No, we were good to go. Appreciate you, brother. Awesome. Appreciate you. Thank you guys both for popping on. Thank you for taking time to do this episode. Guys, if you're listening, we appreciate you. We thank you for being here. We love you, and we love being able to do this podcast. We hope that this OKC 2.0 update was one that was worth listening to. And just to reiterate what Steve said, if you're on the sidelines, let us know. At least let us help you consider getting in the game. Doesn't mean you've got to jump, but let's dive in. Let's look at where you're at. Let's look at what's available to you. Let's look at at the potential of what might be here for you in Oklahoma City or even another market. And let's just consider getting off the bench and getting into the game. If you are in the game, let's. there's always ways to amplify the game, to add to what we're doing and to improve the portfolio that's already there. If you haven't had a property and market review, if you're one of our clients and you haven't had a chance to do that, if we've reached out and you haven't been able to schedule, reach out, let us get on the phone with you. Let us pull numbers on your property. Let's look and see if there's some opportunity to sell and move to another market like Oklahoma City or to do a refinance and potentially pull some cash out to go take advantage of some of the opportunity that we're seeing in Oklahoma City. And if nothing else, we just love to connect with you. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for the continued listens and downloads and follows and subscribes and reviews. We appreciate you guys so much. We hope this was enjoyable. So for now, we're signing off me from Utah, y'all from Oklahoma City, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Thanks so much for listening to Replace Your Income with Kevin and Steve. Do you have a question you want us to answer on the show? Head over to Apple Podcasts and do three simple things. Leave us a rating and review and tell us what you think of the podcast. Then in that review, ask us anything you want related to real estate or income replacement. Then sit back and get ready to have your mind blown. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or your name. And that's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, unfiltered, and uncut. Thanks for joining us on Replace Your Income. And just remember, income replacement for you and your family may only be one property away. See you next week.